Hi, everyone. It is Black Girl Joy, and we're back for our third episode. Can you believe it? Lucky number three. And today I am super excited to again welcome one of my really good friends. And here she is the gorgeous, the wonderful Miss Bunny Davis. <laughs> so, Bunny and I have been friends for, oh my gosh, has it been a decade? Maybe not a decade. Not a decade, but probably close. <laughs> no, it may have been because mm. I started. No, you're right. Not quite a decade, but right at a decade because I started. Um, I've been here for seven years. Oh. So then, but yeah, so it's been like nine, eight, nine years. Right, you're right. Damn. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> goes to what we're talking about today. So Bunny is a specialist in aging. And so, you know, on Black Girl Joy, we talk about all facets of life. So before we get started, remember to share our um, stream, like our stream, follow us on all the things on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google um, Podcasts, LinkedIn, Facebook, all the things. So I'll let Bunny give a brief introduction, and we're going to dive right in. Well, Roselle and I met when we were working together in uh, uh, tech and process related. Uh, I was in technical communication, and we were working together. Very, we had a very good team. And But at the same time, I was also working, studying, doing research about aging, because I've always had an affinity for older people. And... So I decided to do more and more work in that. And then I wrote a book, Getting Old and Getting Over It, sort of. <laughs> um, and there were some things, I have certifications in aging. And I remember in one class where I was studying, oh, I got to a point where it was so depressing just to study about things that could happen to us. They were projecting, right, as we get older. I had to put it away for a while. And then I decided I want to write about it, but as I got older and as I was interacting with my older sisters, I found some humor in aging. And so I decided I want to wrap facts in humor whenever possible. So that's where I am now. I'm writing, I'm a researcher, a writer, and a speaker about aging. Yes, and she is like telling the truth because I was reading the book, right? I got my little notes. Oh, very good. And, and I was shocked because I didn't expect it to have humor in it. It's about ages, like getting over it, sort of. Um, I was like really shocked. So amazing book. Let me put it on the screen so you guys can go pick it up. And we are going to dive in because I am super uncomfortable when it comes to aging. So I thought this book was a gr great way to kind of explore those uncomfortable topics um, in a fun and lighthearted way. So I want to start with you. How do you feel about aging now? Well, now I'm, I'm better. I'm feeling better about it. The older I get, the more I'm feeling better about aging because at a certain point, it becomes, what are you gonna do, right? And I'll tell you one one very important thing for me that makes made me feel better about it. I decided, and this relates to your your uh, podcast. I decided to seek joy 
literally mm. to see joy and to be positive about life in general. And if I'm going to do that, I got to get a positive attitude about aging. So that's where I am now. Now, there's still some times when I'm like, mm -mm, oh, no, I can't take it. I can't take it. But I try to flip the switch and go positive and and go with that. So I'm getting better. I'm not all the way there, but I'm getting better. <laughs> OK, so I like I said, I looked through the book and it talked about your kind of biggest influencers when it came to aging and talked about your sisters. How did your right. sisters impact your view of aging? All right. My sisters, uh, when I was born, one sister was 20 years old and the other was 17. So at a certain point, I, we, and we were like sisters and we, we grew as we grew older together, uh, we became closer, but that I began to learn from them about aging. And at one point they would, you know, joking, we would joke together. We would travel together. We were, sometimes they would confide things in me. It's like, whoa, too much. You know, I don't want to hear all that. But we, the, at one point, one of my sisters said, you know, because they were so much older when I was born, they said, at one point they said, now, where did she come from? Me, where did I come from? In a funny way, we were joking. And then we realized later in life, I came for them and they were there for me. Aww. So over the years, we were always very loving and I was their support person. Uh, I was their advocate. I was there for them. So it was a very good relationship. One of my sisters was a diva. And the other one was in charge of everything. So it was just, it was just interesting dynamics. I, I miss them, love them. Now they are my guardian angels, guardian angels. Oh, that's amazing. So your story, which I didn't realize until I read your book, is similar to mine, right? Mm. So my mom had me, my oldest sister was like 16 or 17. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they thought I was her baby. She was... Oh, <laughs> I'm always get mad, but like my other siblings, my sister, other sister, like seven, six, seven years older than me, and my brother's about ten years older than me. So it was always this dramatic difference. Huh. I learned about aging from my mom, and the funny part is that she had an influence on me, but not enough, right? So my mom embraced her age. She was like, I can't wait to retire. I'm just waiting. I don't even know if it was about the age or if it was about retirement. It's not working, you know? And so she was always like, I'm 58, I'm 68. I got one more year. And she felt like she embraced it. And I'm the exact opposite. Because I don't, I'm like, it started honestly when I was 25. I was having this conversation. I was having this conversation with my aunt. I was 25. I worked at racetrack, and there, I miss my racetrack people. There, we would celebrate birthdays, right? Me and my friends we would decorate desks. We may sneak and decorate your car on the outside. Like we would be extreme <laughs> with our celebrations. And I remember my 25th birthday. I was like. Better not nobody do nothing. What? <laughs> yes, I was like, no. Because for me, 25 was an age where people, okay, this is going to sound silly. Go ahead. 25 to me at that time of being 25 was an age when you you didn't get passes. Mind you, I'm, I did some irresponsible stuff in my life, right? But overall, I was pretty 
responsible. I wasn't doing anything like wild and crazy. And so, but for 25, I was like, if I do something stupid, people really gonna think I'm stupid now. (laughs) Immature. Oh, so you thought you should be a different person after I thought I thought people would view me as like I thought when you were like 21, right? You kind of got a pass on some stuff. Right. Uh, she's 20. But when, I felt like once you hit 25, people like, eh, you should be a little bit more. So I don't like the pressure of that. Huh. And then when I talk, so every five years, I'm like 30. I'm like, Ugh, 35, uh, 40. Is gonna okay. be, I don't know what 40 going to be. That gets to um, what I feel about the aging and why it, it bothers me. It's because I thought that it meant putting me in a certain box. And that box represented this old woman sitting in a rocking chair and not really contributing to society, mm-hmm. not having any ambitions, not... So so that box, and it's a box that I saw society creating, but also I noticed that I was also, because of stereotypes about aging. So at any age, we have to be careful about what box we're putting ourselves in. Yeah. Putting yourself in categories or in a box also. And part of what's good for me is I'm not allowing that box. I'm not allowing that box. I think the, the kind of work I do, I've always been a writer. I started out as a newspaper reporter. And so I've always been a writer. So I will always write. So when people ask me, are you retired? At some time, like, no. <laughs> I will always be a writer. So and and I will always be a creator. And there are things that I always want to achieve. I'm a, I just mm-hmm. naturally achieve things. So don't don't put me in a box. Don't and don't let don't limit me. At any age, don't limit me. So what you're saying, you boxed yourself and get out of the box. <laughs> I don't even know what type of box it was. I was just like 25. I can't believe it. Youngster, youngster. <laughs> So if you're watching right now, post in the comments, like who's been your biggest influence when it comes to aging? And then what challenges have you um, experienced with aging? Like internally, have you experienced with aging and maybe even externally, right? I guess so external. So Bunny, when you came on, I said, Miss Bunny. And it's so funny because in your book, you hate Miss, right? No. Okay. Ma'am and Miss. Uh, well, but the, to me, and I guess in my head again, when I hear that, I'm thinking, "Oh my God, I'm old, Miss Bonnie." And I know, I know, it's out of uh, respect for whenever somebody I say, "You can just call me Bonnie." Now, what the reason it impacted me so hard is because in my work environments that I've been in, it's usually been in, you know, sort of relaxed technology mm-hmm. just and everybody calls everybody by their first name mm-hmm. so and and i noticed that women were most you know i was called miss bonnie by some people but the men were never called mr joe or mr jack it was always first name so then i stood i felt like i stood out i'm miss bonnie i'm the old person on the team uh so that was part of it. my work environment had a lot to do with shaping that label for me yeah that's so interesting. So I call everybody Miss. And so I really took account of when I read that. I was like, so I called my friend Miss. No, I say ma'am. So 
<laughs> I have this thing where I'll be like, ma'am, 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 ma'am. And my friend was like, you call me this when you frustrated with me. I was like, no, I call everybody ma'am. And I literally went on my friend's um, Instagram page. She posted this picture in this like really cute dress. And I put ma'am, fire, fire. <laughs> well, that's a whole different way of, of ma'am. It that's, is. Yeah, but yeah, that's yeah. how I use ma'am and miss. So okay. I thought about it. I was like, who is Miss in my phone, right? Right. And so if you look at my phone right now, I don't know if I have any of Jalen's teachers, but like teachers, you still kind of refer to as Miss and Mr., right? Um, mm -hmm. But the person I remember that's named Miss in my phone is my niece. Oh, <laughs> and okay. my niece is, what, like six, seven years younger than me, something like right. that. She was born right. out in third grade, whatever age okay. that is, right? And so I have her as Miss because she's always been so sophisticated. She's like oh, the most oh, sophisticated okay. person oh, okay. I know. So oh. she's like saved in there as Miss. And I'm like, no one else in my phone is saved as Miss. And I guess, and being from the South, I, mm -hmm. people expect it. You know, you, you Miss, Ma'am, Sir, all of that. But I don't mm -hmm. know. Maybe I left the South for a while and came back. I'm not sure about all that. But it, it, and I guess it was the first, it was the first slap in the face when I heard it from an adult. Yeah. You know, young, yeah. young, one thing, but a grown old woman or a man, you know, that was a different thing. That was the first slap in the face. You're getting old, the whole ma'am thing. But then, as I say in the book, I realized people have been calling me ma'am when I was younger. But mm -hmm. for some reason, I felt like I was getting older. So it started to have it started to impact you. See, they were calling you ma'am because you were sophisticated. Oh, right. I like <laughs> you, you were sophisticated. So then I look, and this one hit me too, the chronological age versus the functional age. Mm -hmm. And so I always feel like my functional age is much older than my chronological age. You think your functional age is older? I think, well, maybe I'm looking at it wrong. Hold on, let me reread. Okay, let me go back to my book. Okay, so you said who can do stuff without assistance. So I'll say I think my mental age okay. is older than my chronological age. Oh, okay. And you think, and what are you thinking? What are your thoughts? Why do you say that? Because I always been an old soul. So when I, like, everywhere I go, it's kind of strange, but I do. I seek out friendships with older people. Like, it's just a thing I do. I have friends that are, you know, around my age. But right. traditionally, my friends have been older. And when I look at relationships, I typically seek out older. <laughs> like, it's just, I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. I just think, like, people who are older than me are more mature. And it's uh, just, to me, it's a better fit. I can see that because that's exactly what I thought about you. You know, that, that you're an old soul. Because I mean, because I relate to you so well. I'm like, mm -hmm. I, the last time you and I had um, lunch, I came back and I, I talked to my niece and I said, I can't believe how we relate. And you're millennial, right? Are you millennial? Yep. And I'm like, you know, there's supposed to be this, you know, millennial mm -hmm. baby boomer. I'm a baby boomer. And uh, but I said, wow, we really relate. And that's when I said, okay. She's an old soul. <laughs> I am. I always, I just always, I kind of always felt like I didn't really fit in. Like in school and stuff, I have like one friend, two oh, friends, okay. right? Okay. And I, I just didn't. But once I kind of got out of high school and stuff, I always gravitated towards people who were older than me. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So were you the same way? Well, 
Not exactly. Um, I I had a I could relate to older folks because I was around a lot of older people. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing: I'm an empath. Now let me explain. The I very easily relate to anybody. Yeah. I very easily walk in other people's shoes, no matter mm -hmm. what age. So for me, it's just easy for me to relate to all ages. Yeah. Uh -uh. Let, me, let, me say, let me say, recently though, I've been, I don't know, Gen Z, I'm like, eh, maybe that's not, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, Gen Z, I don't know if I've got, like younger, people younger than me, it's just hard. It's just this is hard, right, right. <laughs> but I try. I, I can relate to their struggles. I can relate to like life stuff, but I'm just like, I don't know if I really hang out with people younger. Right, than right. Well, one big thing that, that I do like about my aging is that, and I'm going to admit it was in my sixties where I am now. Oh, God. Anyway, I finally, finally fell in love with myself. Now that is very different from loving myself. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's deeper. Yeah. It's, it's um, nobody can mess with me. I mean, I'm protective of myself. I love myself. Um, it's, and, and I really wish I had done that much, 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 much younger. Yeah. Because loving, uh, falling in love with yourself, there's a type of respect. It's not an ego thing. Mm -hmm. There's a type of caring for yourself, for your mind, your body, um, how you interact with other people. And, and I had already decided before that, that I wanted to seek, like I said, seek joy and shun the negative. Mm -hmm. Now, there were a couple of people in my family, my mother being one of them, very negative. Mm -hmm. So I had negative in my environment as a little kid and growing up. And I'll just mention that was verbal abuse mm -hmm. also in my house. And because I was so sensitive as an empath, we didn't know this at the time, I was the most sensitive. The mo and people say, oh, why are you so, why are you so sensitive? Well, I just, ugh. so, so negative. I shun. And that's something all ages, when I talk to different people, different age levels, shun the negative pull the positive give the positive you mm -hmm. know so I, I i definitely work to bring joy for myself and anybody i come in contact with so that's such a good like that's the whole nother topic right falling in <laughs> love with yourself and i remember my older sister was like we had you know what my family's interesting and maybe I shouldn't put her out here like, like this. But one of her things was like, when I turn 40, I can say whatever I want. Oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> but All there right. is a, like, I feel it now. There's a freedom that comes as you get older yes. to be like, you know what? Like, why do I care about what they say? Why am I allowing this person in my energy and in my space? It's definitely, I can feel it more and more like i'm very passive i'm very emotional too right i was the crybaby <laughs> of the family the crybaby of the family um but there's this thing that comes where i'm able to set more and more boundaries which Excellent. i was not able like at <laughs> all to do and now i speak a little bit more what's on my mind i think a, a lot of the um 
progression of that had to do with my mom being sick and just having no bandwidth to even like play games with people. <laughs> like you just right. at a certain point, you just don't have no bandwidth in certain situations. But I have been able to slowly start like setting more boundaries, you know, speaking my mind, doing what I need to do, whether it's at work, at home, in the community. Um, there's a little bit of freedom as you get older where you're not as attached to other people's thoughts and other people's right. issues right. and situations. Right, right. And related to that is a I just mentioned a struggle I had and other people also have I and what I still have a struggle with at my age is um, reprogramming, mm -hmm. uh, rewiring. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes I find myself still reacting to things based on way, 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 way back. Um, so part of this whole uh, as I'm getting older, it's like, oh, no, mm -mm. let that go. Mm -hmm. The whole forgiveness, uh, because who was it? Somebody was over. Somebody said there is absolutely no way that that past is going to be any different. Nothing. Yeah. I yeah. It's not going to be different except that and forgive myself, uh, forgive others. But here, here I go. When I say forgive myself, I did some things <laughs> out of my own insecurities. I know what it was about. And so it's more about now, even that, forgive myself for, because I wasn't doing it that, you know, and get over the insecurities and move yeah. on. As we get older, we get over that now. I'm not saying be arrogant or, you know, I because I did have a relative who, had some major anger, right? Mm. And we talked about it because I could see it pushing people away at a time when she needed people. Relationships are so, so important as mm -hmm. we get older, so, so important. Uh, but should be positive relationships, not negative. And there yeah. were some things that were still eating her. from. And I, we talked about it, and the last time we talked about it, she said, well, I guess I'll just take it to the grave. Okay. Ooh. People have to want to make a change. You can't change it. Even if you see somebody in pain. Uh, and what? here's another thing I've just, I've noticed about people as people get older. They tend, they tend to become more of what they are. Mm -hmm. Positive people, something about their positive, they're, they're not that negative people aren't kind, but they're kind and gentle. Whoa, but people who are negative, negative, and don't want to adjust that, mm -hmm. they can become, wow, extremely negative. Uh, angry people can become extremely angry. So people, unless there's some reason that they want to change, they're going to become more of what they are. Yeah, and that's where I plug therapy. <laughs> I love <laughs> therapy. I'm a personal advocate of therapy. I go to therapy every other week, and I feel like it's a lot of people out there including myself, even though I'm in therapy, right? There's right. a lot of people who have unhealed, unsettled things. And yes. sometimes you, I've heard people say therapy's not good. I don't need to talk to nobody. Sometimes you just no. need to talk to somebody who's not invested in your issue. It's not, you know, it's not your family member who's going to put on their perspective. It's not, you know, your you. sometimes you need to talk to a therapist and work that stuff out. And, right. then when it, mm -hmm. and then when it comes to what you were talking about, about people changing, I love Iyala, right? Yeah. Iyala Vincent. And yeah. every episode I watched of hers, I took something away. So even when I went in therapy, I was kind of in therapy because I take something from almost anything I watch or take in. 
And right. so for her, one thing I'll never forget that she said, and I applied it to a relationship and I apply it now to probably all my <laughs> relationships. Forgive yourself okay. for wanting that person to be somebody they are not. Ah. Forgive yourself for wanting someone to be and expecting of someone something they are not, something they cannot give, something they are not willing to give. Forgive yourself for expecting that and let it go. Let it and accept people kind of where they are. You accept them where you are and you figure out how are you going to interact with them from there on. But you can't keep expecting people to do, you know, and act the way you want to. Um, right. And you can't keep looking in the past because the past, it's not gonna, it's not going to change. Like you said, right. it's not gonna change. There's nothing you can do. And you can right. say, if this would have happened, this would have happened. You don't right. know. You don't know that to be true. Um and, and so except that for me, it's there are I see no mistakes in my life. As in, what can I learn from all of my experiences? Yeah, there have been times when I've been hurt, I've cried, I've been angry. But what can I learn from it? And this might sound like cliche, but really, really to look at things from that perspective, because, OK, one thing is, as we get older, we figure we got less time on, you know, time to go. And the question becomes, how do we want how do how do we want to spend our time? Mm -hmm. That's at any age. OK, here, here's my thing that I, that, 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 that I tell people. Mm -hmm. And that is remember this. This is your time on planet Earth, mm -hmm. your time on planet Earth, and you are unique. There's no other human or other being just like you. The third point is you are going to die in all that uniqueness. I don't want to be sad about this and all that uniqueness. It's going to happen. But, but, but what are you going to do? between now, right now, and then. It's your choice. But it's do you know how much anxiety that gives me? No. <laughs> I, I, you rolled your eyes at me. No, no, no. <laughs> it's okay, it's okay. So I have this fear. It's okay. gonna sound strange. One of my deepest fears, I don't know if I should say this on the, on the net, but one of my <laughs> deepest fears is dying being mediocre. And ah. it, it is a ah. deep, See, so when I start thinking about like, what am I going to do between now and then? I get so much no. anxiety. No, no. I, you said you have, you're, you're going to die. What, what was that word you used? Being mediocre. All right. You got to go and call, immediately call your therapist <laughs> because me and everybody else who knows you, loves you, is your friend. You are in no way mediocre. <laughs> that's how I be. Mean. That's about you. You got to clean that out. I know. You are in no way mediocre. And okay, I, I you gotta talk to your, your person about that because the, because the fear will keep you from doing things you need to do while you're on the planet. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes it has me doing stuff maybe I shouldn't be doing, right? Because I'm like, oh, I need to do this, I need to do that, I need to, you know, it's like, oh, I gotta be able to do this. I gotta be able to see that succeed at this and exceed at it. And when I don't like reach what I expect, which is almost never because what I expect is up here, <laughs> then then it brings me down. So it's something I'm very aware of it, but okay. it exists. Okay. It exists. Oh gosh, that's a whole deeper thing. Cause you got uh you are unique. You are 
I, I know you might say, yeah, 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 yeah. But, oh, man, you have so much. And I have seen you <laughs> contribute so much. And, oh, wow, I just, that's a whole nother. But look, get it together and okay. relax. Now, as you get older, I, I promise you and remind me that as you get older, you're going to relax in that. Cause it's just too much weight. Yeah. It's too much worry. Come on now. Let that go. Relax in who you are. See, accept who you are mm -hmm. as a wonderful human being, contributing, intelligent, lovely, just, just the whole package. Well, I, I like you this whole section on me. <laughs> it's, it's really helping my self-esteem. <laughs> my self-esteem. So what do you have? We have like one minute left. What one do you have minute. out on the horizon? I'm going to give oh, you okay. the screen um, and I'm going to put your website up. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, on, the, on the horizon. Well, I'm working on my next book. Actually, I'm sort of working on two. Uh, one is um, Slow Your Roll. Slow Your Roll Strategically. And, uh, and and that one, I'm also adding some humor about just some things you need to consider because things do happen with us as we get older. And the other one is about handle your business. That uh, relates to find, identifying your advocates, being your own advocate. And then there's some things that you just need to get in order, like your beneficiaries, uh, beneficiaries your wills, and all that kind of thing. So we're going to work through that uh, in those two separate books. And then starting a YouTube channel. Uh, Bonnie Yakini is my African chosen name. Davis is my YouTube channel, Bonnie Yakini Davis. And I uh, want to talk uh, like we're talking here to people. And we're going to actually do, because I have some training background, do some things to help ourselves as we get older. So that's that's what I'm working on. Awesome. I can't wait to see what you do. I'll be following you all along the way. Obviously, I need all of the advice. Now, before we close, what is one thing you would tell teenage Bonnie oh, about ages? Gosh. gosh. What is one thing I would tell teenage Bonnie about age? I would tell teenage Bonnie, love yourself. I would say, love yourself. You, and I would just, ooh, hug her. No, no, I'm, because sometimes I actually do this. Hug her. Let her hug me. Um, and just say, you are wonderful, beautiful, uh, positive, positive. And say, it's going to be good. You're going to be, woof, something else. So just relax and be that person. All right. I think all of our younger selves needed to hear that and our older selves need to hear that. I want to thank Bonnie for coming. As a reminder, like, share, follow, subscribe, all the things that they offer you to do. We are everywhere and we are taking over Black Girl Joy. I can't wait to see you next time. Anything else, Bonnie, before we go? Thank you so much. This has been wonderful. Thank you for inviting this me. This so fun. I'm excited. I got to have you back when you do your other stuff. Okay. All right. All right. Bye, everyone.